Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to this oh, this joyous episode of the Flats and Shanks podcast. I'm in a bloody good mood, David, so... Don't get me out of it now, all right? We are upbeat as all hell, aren't we, today? I'll tell you one thing. There'll be no number two stories today. Well, um... Unless you've got a really good one. Um, I don't know whether I can tell it. No. No, don't. I mean, no, I won't. The, no, I won't. The, what I'll say to you is this. Was it to do I've with had, the JCB? <laughs> <laughs> to do with earthworms. Um... I've had a lot of feedback online since the last pod, oh, right. and I'm not sure we've done many pods ever that where people have liked it as much as all of our poo stories. Dedicated to Mr. Hanky, wasn't it really? The Christmas poo. People liked it. People liked it. Some, Yep, I also had a few messages back to say, really enjoyed it, couldn't stop laughing, yeah. and yeah. I also had... Some negative feedback, which we like, oh. which we do like, because no, we don't. Well, we do, you know, constructive. It. I hate it. Mm. It was from Andrew. Big one. What did they say? Andrew Cotter. Oh, was it? He, yeah, he did. He done like poo stories. Yeah, but Cotter doesn't do them. That's why, because he doesn't eat anything. Just vapor. The angels take it away. He has a bit of dust and some snow. Mm. Well, Not sounds, like cocaine yeah. snow. I'm just saying, at the top of the mountains, he walks on. Yes, yes. He probably, maybe, yeah, probably heats up the snow uh, to drink his water. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, hey, so you're upbeat. You're feeling great. You're hydrated. You have not had a massive weekend on the hose, so you're not <laughs> self. The self-loathing is okay. Uh, well, I had a few cheeky beers. Um, what are, What are cheeky beers, by the way? What just beers. That you, I. I. Well. What I think cheeky beers are is when you, you don't mean to have a beer and they end up having five or six. Yeah. I know cheeky Nando's is what you have after you've had a wad. So you've done like a wad from 
5 till 6 p.m. in your local yeah. CrossFit gym, like Karen or whatever it might be. Yeah. And then you will go for a cheeky Nando's after. So that's like a that's a that's a CrossFit term, a cheeky Nando's. Yeah. But a cheeky beer is when you go to a local rugby club um because you've just got back from Glasgow and you end up leaving your car there and having oh five maybe six beers that go down a little bit too fast. You cheeky old shite. Yep. Yep. You horrible bloke. There's bouncy castles there for the kids to run around so Basically, you know, oh, I, I could just, I could relax mm. and have a laugh. Yeah. Mm. Oh, well done. That's good. Um, something weird's happened while you were talking then is that um, a mate of mine was on my street and he texted me saying, I'm on your street. I said, why are you on my street? And he said, I'm going to the doctor's, which is down the road from me. Handy. Oh, yeah. Are you in? I said, I'm in, but I'm doing a podcast, so can't say hello. And... He knows that I'm upstairs and he knows Freya is downstairs. He's knocked on the door anyway and he's come in. He's having coffee downstairs. I can hear him. Don't trust him, mate. Good looking, is he? No, he, luckily he's hanging <laughs> and he's got terrible tats. Or he's, or he's hung? No, yeah, no, he's, um, he wants hanging for his tats. Okay. Awful. Um, and he's seeing the doctor about something awful as well, which I can't tell you. It's not like a horrible illness, but it's gross. And um, he's got a really square head. So you can't take him seriously. He's like a cartoon character. He's called Ollie. He's the one that you say is my new best mate, but he's actually staff. He's actually yeah. staff to me. Yeah. That's all he is to me. Um, is he a super Mary? Does he have like Mary he, tattoos on him? No, but he's got, oh, mate, he's got on his, inside his bicep, he's got dumbbell. And then he's just had a load of new ones, which are, they're like, I I don't know even know what language I don't know what they are. They're Chinese. Like, they look, Most people have Chinese, right? They're not. They're like they look like um, twigs. They look like stick insects, but they're different ones. And they're a certain Hebrew, like Nordic something, Viking language for the names of his kids and wife or something. Okay. And because he has discovered that, even though he's just a bloke from Bath, he's convinced he's because he watched that. Was it just called The Viking or Kingdom or something? The one yeah, with the, the, last the guy kingdom. that looked like Jack, the last guy. He watched that and was convinced that he was Viking. So he did his DNA test and I shit you not, it came back and he has literally got Viking blood, which was the worst result for all of us because he's he's about as much as a Viking as my dog is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He's he's going to he's going to Morrison's to get chicken breasts like everyone else. He's not a Viking, but He's had these Viking tats done now and he's got a stupid Viking haircut. Um, I don't want to embarrass him because I feel like I'm hating like him. But his, name, but his name's Ollie Hayes. Like, <laughs> like Uhtred. He's from The Last Kingdom. Uhtred, son of Uhtred. Yeah. yeah, exactly it. Yeah. There's a, I just finished the film, which is on Netflix. What's it like? Um, yeah, it's good. I think it was like The Last Kingdom, Seven Kings or something like that. I did quite like that. Yeah, it was good. Well... Very like Jack Noel, isn't he, Utrid? Yeah. Yeah, he's a proper warrior as well. Yeah. Um, but he's but fair. They're, they're, but he's fair, you know, and um, they're, the, they're the best warriors. Want. Not, yeah. But Although... The problem is, he came after Game of Thrones, mate. And so also, he, I suppose when you're a warrior, you don't want sons to come back at you, do you? So sometimes you're better off killing the whole family. So there's no feud. That's why I did it. Hmm. That's why I did it. And all right, you go down for a bit, but once they get it, get the point. Mm. It's about legacy, isn't it? 
I watched a great film, which I've not seen for a long time. You know, sometimes you watch something, it's... I don't tweet that often. And if I do, it's normally pissed off. Slagging off Welsh rugby. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where's the new talent coming through? Is there any yet? Have you spotted any yet, by the way? Anyway, sorry, the film. Um, but I watched The Road to Perdition. Tom Hanks. Yep. And it was amazing. I forgot how good it was. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's epic. I love everything about it. Sad, but you need you need a bit of sadness in the film. Because mm. films need to play with your emotions a little oh, bit. Yeah. You know, what what you're like with your, your girlfriends and your wives, you're, you're pretty good at that. Yeah. 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 Um, and it just has everything I want in the film. Great actors, um, casted brilliantly, great storyline. I mean, obviously I've seen it, but I wouldn't remember. I can't remember. I don't remember stuff like that. Mm, please. Yeah, nor did I. That's why I watched it. I thought, oh, yeah. do you know what? I'm a bit pumped up after Ruggers. Often you can't go to sleep. And yeah. Yeah. I missed the last half hour, so I had to download it then the next day on my iPad and watch it at the airport. You take your you take your laptop. Oh, iPad, iPad. Yeah. I got to a, I got to the point where so I had a laptop and I'm like, yeah, I've got a laptop bag now. So I take my laptop and I'm like, no, I'm not taking my laptop. It's too big. Get an iPad. No, it's too big. Got an iPad Mini. Too big. Take all I take is my phone. I don't take anything else anywhere. Yeah, but you can't like phone is your last, um, your last electronic device. You know, you need you need to have something bigger. Like I could watch something on my phone, but it'd be my last choice. First choice would be my iPad. Second choice would be a MacBook. Um, I don't. I third choice. Where, where do you watch these things? Airplane. I oh, see. I'm always in business class. They got TVs. Uh, that's long haul. It's a joke. It's a joke. And hotels. You sometimes mm. stay in a hotel. Yeah. I mean, okay. what, what do you do apart from like sit-ups and press-ups? I see. I just watch the entertainment they've got on the TVs. Yeah, but often it's just free view. Not the hotels I stay at. Well, I went to. I went to. Um, I checked into a hotel last week, and the lady checked me in. So just to let you know that. Um, the adult movies are disabled. And I said, that is bang out of order. Um, they shouldn't mm. distinguish, you know. Should be able-bodied as well. Yeah, no, I agree. I th- for a minute there, I thought you'd forgotten the punchline. I had. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, shit, and that isn't it. That isn't it. <laughs> a long day, mate. Oh, absolute nightmare. Uh, not absolute nightmare. Yeah. Not an absolute nightmare, yeah. but enough. But I knew if there's one person who would spot and call me out for having delayed the punchline, it would be you. So yeah. well done. I d- wasn't sure if it was like a dramatic pause or whether you were just. Searching. I was trying to think, oh God, mm. what comes next? Because mm. if you were like, if we were in an absolute pub having absolute pints doing that joke, you could just swear loads at the end and it'd be funny. But. Yeah. Because we don't swear much on this pod. Or, we do the occasional naughty word, but we don't do many. Or it'd make you drink a pint for, like, you're stalling. Yeah, bloody neck that, you old sod. Mm. Flatters. Yeah. Cheeky pints to me, I think I've only ever had cheeky pints once in my whole life, and it was last year, is that I went to walk the dog, and it was nice, hot. It was quite a hot evening. It was like, well, it was like well, I don't know, half four or something. Was, but no rush. And I walked past the pub, and saw me mate Neil from Glasgow, Neil the paint, 
because he's mm. a painter. So Neil the paint. Hey, Dave. You're his So what was that, Neil? Nothing. I've known him 20 years. No one understands a word he says, but he always does get the pints in. He's like the guy so from went, Clarkson's farm. Yeah, he's like Gerald. Yeah, yeah. Scottish Gerald. Uh, what I'll do is, what I'll do is, he'd do a job. He'd come and price up a job. What I'll do is, what I'll do is, he'd tell you the job and you're like, yeah, cool, that'll do me, Neil. Get me a price for that. Yeah, because... Yeah, because what I did is, I was like, Neil, you've said what you'll do is. No, I'm just saying, like, so you're clear. What I did is, mate, that's three times now. I don't need you to tell me three times what the job is because I've told you what the job is because that's why I got you here. Can you give me a price, please? Whatever you want, Div. That was it. Just paying whatever you want. Mm. Great bloke. Anyway, I walked past and Neil the paint was outside and I said, oh, go on then. So I stopped for a couple of pints then and I said, I hope I don't get caught. And he popped over the road to the news agent, came out with a pack of chewing gum for me. I said, there you go, mate. So I didn't walk the dog. Went about 100 metres, he did. Cheeky pints. They're they, good. for me, are cheeky pints. They're good. As they long as you don't kick on, as long as you you stop when yeah. five or six, before you get too wasted, before you start puking, that's fine. Two or three for me. We um, I don't know what you're like, but a few cheeky pints, bant starts to flow a little bit, and basically all we do is mock each other for what we're wearing. <laughs> So, so you had Bubs, and he's found a new brand called Bell Staff, and he's got, I think, four items of Bell Staff clothing, and he just mixes up those four items every single time. So he's in different. Be- he's just he's ruined the brand for other people who had the brand before him. Now they can't wear Bell Staff because it's just associated with with Pete Lecky and Bubs and his Nudger. Just uh, Nudger's gone. He had that removed, but. It's just um, every social is bell stuff. So yeah, so he yeah. got he got hammered for that. Then another mate of mine, Chris Sadler, he had a new pair of you know like the the cool black trainers that people wear. A lot of boys wear. Go with jeans, you know, just like trainer shoes. Yeah, sure. And you know where the laces are on. Yeah. So the. The little bit of the shoe where you, the holes go through in your laces, they were so tight together that you couldn't see the tongue. Like Kev Sorrell. Yeah, exactly like yep. that. Exactly like yep. that. Yeah. Um, so, so what have you got under there, mate? <laughs> Two mackerel? <laughs> it's just the thinnest. <laughs> <laughs> He's got one fillet in each shoe. It's not even a whole fish. Unbelievable. Um, then we're <laughs> My mate Rainbird, he's got to walk now like Ian Botham. Have you seen Ian Botham in that advert? He walks yeah. like he walks like him. It's just a bit top heavy. Um, <laughs> who else? Oh, I was just ah, uh, that's what we like though. Savages. I'm going, I'm going to <laughs> I'm going to an event on. Uh, I'm going to an event tomorrow actually. It's um, Jamie Roberts's testimonial, and I've just had a look yeah. at the running order and. They were mentioning other legends in the room. Haven't mentioned me. I don't know whether no. I should flag that up or not. Oh no! Yeah. What you got to do is. Bates is hosting it. So yes. I, what you got to do is. I make myself known. I sneeze really loudly to get everyone's attention. Everyone look around. And say, "Oh, sorry, it's me." Uh, um. Just check if there are people on the list with fewer caps than you. Then it's a, then it's a mistake. Loads. Right. Exactly. Loads. Too many. I'm probably the most cat person there. Exactly. Second. Exactly. Um, 
Yeah, but that's fine. Uh, Doc, Doc, was at, um, Doc was at the wreck on um, Saturday for the game and he was sitting up in the box with Jerry Guskett. Tactical, mate. Two lines together. Mm. Two lines together, tactical. Yeah, I mean, that would have been a great combo. They, they wouldn't get on, I'll tell you now. Well, neither of them would get the ball off the other one. That's what I was thinking. Mm. Yeah. They wouldn't get on. <laughs> <laughs> they probably walked out and like went grumbled. Oh, God. Please yeah, prick. Yeah. Prick. Arrogant. Hey, cheers, pal. Yeah. See you soon, yeah? You up yeah. in London? Yeah. Next time you're up in London, yeah? All right, pal. See you yeah, later. Look after prick. yourself. I know there you go. Prick. <laughs> <laughs> See you around, Berlin. <laughs> Oh, thank you, thank you. Jer- Jerry's exact. Jerry's the sort of bloke to say, "No, I'm all right, thanks, mate." If he actually doesn't like you, you say, "Do you want to meet up for a coffee?" He'd be like, "Nah, yeah. no, thanks." And all fans, which I love, I love, I love both. that. Yeah, they're great blokes, both of them. Yeah, but it's black tie. His dude's black tie, so uh, that's easy. Unless someone's wearing trainers, um, then I, we're just going to hammer him. There's always one rich bloke who wears red trainers, isn't there? Or there's a French guy. I who don't wears mind that. Pumps. I don't mind that. I don't mind that. Yeah. But Jamie will wear his red wing boots, won't he? <sighs> yeah. Even a black tie. Trousers tucked into him. If you say he loves them that much. Um, do you know what I realised the other day? Go on. He has got exactly the ha- same hairstyle as Martin Keown. <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't look anywhere near as surprised as Martin Keown. <laughs> no, but it's exa- his hair is exactly the same as Martin Keown. Honestly. You have a look on the does computer. I know oh, that's yeah. I mean, does he does he hate you saying stuff like this? Like, are you? Um, he won't listen to this. No, of course, no. But when you're with him, because I know you say it with him. Um, probably. What are you going to do about it? Yeah, exactly. Martin Keown got it. Wow, that yeah. is that is. Um, what are you going to do about it, mate? Cry. Not a compliment. That's, that's what I say to him. <laughs> that's not a compliment. <laughs> no, I know. I know. <laughs> You knew that. I think you knew that. Yeah, of course I did. I saw him a match um, of the day and I thought, oh, Jesus. I did, uh, we finished watching Guilt the other night. Oh. It, really good, BBC. Relate really to that, good, can you? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Where's it set? The Nile? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, right around the corner from the Nile. Um, really good. Yeah. Really good, mate. Mark Bonner is amazing in it. Everyone's really good. It's great. You should watch it. You should definitely watch it. Have you watched it? No, I, I haven't. I haven't. There's a lot of showering. There's a lot of showering. There's a lot of showering and scrubbing. There, I started watching last night a program, uh, which is not so funny, um, called A Small Light. Oh, and I think it's on Disney, but it's about um, a lady who hid the Frank family and Frank and her family during oh. the war in Amsterdam and it is really really good right it's so good that Doesn't Freya it? stayed up until 10pm oh Freya but we just drove back from Devon and she slept all the way it's sunny because right, she falls asleep don't know if your wife does this she falls asleep as soon as she goes to sleep I look at the clock and when she wakes up I know exactly how long she's been asleep for and I don't say a word and I was like nice sleep because the baby was asleep too that was perfect nice and quiet I was I'd love to have been asleep, but I was driving quite dull. Couldn't have any music or anything. So just driving in the quiet. And um, woke up and she was like, yeah, I know. I was like, you know, it's 40 minutes, but I was awake for it because I didn't, couldn't get comfortable. I was like, okay. 
It was one hour and 30 minutes on the dot and you were snoring. Why do you have to reduce how much you say you slept? Why do people do that? I didn't sleep for long. Sign like of weakness. it's a crime to sleep. Sign like of it's weakness. a crime. Yeah. Yeah. So I timed it, mate. It's 90 minutes on the button, pal. It might have even been 90, 91 minutes. Maybe she's just resting her eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Flob running down her chin. <laughs> I wasn't mean, asleep. Wasn't asleep. Yeah, they're the best um, opportunities for a little photo. And you can bring that out then birthdays, Christmases. Yeah, it's true. It's um, true. But I was driving and baby in the back. I don't like I don't like using my phone. Anniversaries. So in like nine months' time. Yeah. Still married to this one. <laughs> it's a record. Lol. <laughs> Lol. Yeah. 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 This one is I've told, we've we've done the this one chat on this pod and it is awkward because loads of our friends will have done this one. Another year with this one, great holiday with this one, cheeky couple of cheeky pints with this one. Mm. I don't like the don't like the this one chat. My I don't rock. like it. The main the the main thing I don't love is um <clears throat> which I'd reposted a thing of on my story the other day on Instagram is when couples who love each other send each other messages as if they are talking to each other on social media I just I don't hate it it's just like I don't understand it I don't understand you for doing it I don't need to you don't need me to but can you just tell me why pick up the phone and text each other or call each other yeah or they're together in a room and then they one of them replies saying and you are my inspiration and I love you and I'm kind of like if it's like Happy birthday to my wife, Bobby. Love you. Cool, with a picture. That's great. But this is not. You are everything to me. You need this. You are the son. Why is I, Bobby. I don't know any Bobbies, apart from one that was in um, oh, Home and Away. She was Donald Fisher's, da- Donald Fisher, <laughs> Fisher's daughter. Shall I tell you why? It's on my mind. Why? Um, two reasons. Uh, some lads were laughing the other night when I told them the only concert my parents took me to when we were younger was Bobby Brown. That's cool. Yeah, it was cool. That's my prerogative. Anyway, and um, the other one is that we've had all the tests done and stuff because of my brother being disabled. Stuff we have to have loads of tests done on the baby, mm. so we have a million scans and whatever. Yeah, and we've absolutely genetic tests done. It is a girl, so I'm having daughter number four. Um, lucky me. So it is a girl. <laughs> shut up, mate. Shut up, mate. So it is a girl. Anyway, yesterday, oh, down in Henry Devon, VIII. I know, we saw some of Freya's family and her aunt Sally, who is um, a great lady and who has been, she's a medical practitioner, so she's bright, she knows about science. Yeah. She does the ring test to test the gender, yeah. right? So she did it, not knowing what we were having, because we already know, because science has told us it's a girl. Yeah. And it's been confirmed. She said, it's a boy. And Freya said, I'm sorry to tell you, it's a girl. And she looked Freya dead in the eyes and said, no, it's not. Oh. She said, no, no, it is. We had all the tests done at uh, BRI in Bristol. We had all the, all the what, geneticists what and stuff. Was and she it? was like, no, it's not. It's a boy. So now we're, we're convinced that we're having one that, you know, basically, what you, you know, uh, we're having, we don't know what we're having. So basically, we're only thinking of names. Yeah. That could be either boys or girls. <laughs> That's why I said Bobby. Will you, will you have a definitive test? We've had it. But then why? Oh. Why is she doing the ring test? Yeah. Good question. Great question. 
It's almost like, don't we need the ring test? Because we've had science has told us what it is. No, no, no. Don't Some worry about that. Lie card. down. Hold on. 30, 120 grand you're going to need for weddings, fella. You can't get married for 30 grand now. Um, no, you, no, but that, I'm, I'm, don't, no, I'm joking. Those days are gone. They, those days are gone. Not you. you don't have to you're pay for the whole wedding. Mate. You're old fashioned. You don't cook and you take the bins out. Nah. I actually, I don't know how much my first wedding cost because my former ex-father. It was a blur. He's a, a great bloke, paid for it, and a he's, a, he's a great bloke. We still get on brilliantly, and he's very, very generous. And But I do know that I walked in, I said, I'd, I'm happy to help plan the wedding and do that stuff, but I don't want to know about the prices, because the one, I heard, a pri- I heard a price for a dress that she was going to get, and I said, I actually don't like that. Like, I don't love that. I don't love the idea of spending that much money on one thing that you wear once it's like you're going to buy a rolex and you wear it once and put it away you're not going to sell it it's just going to live in a drawer and never going to come out again i'm like actually could do something else with that money so it was i was like no i don't like it and but i know it cost an awful lot and i just don't i genuinely that's why we had such a small wedding i genuinely it's not about being tight it's about being like we're going to have a big party at some point and you'll be invited with all your kids but it's like fuck that man i just I have a stag for god's sake I know, pack it onto Pauli, but it's like the whole thing of Boys are massively losing expensive weddings that all look the same. I'm just Boys are losing respect for you, and I, I say it to your face. <laughs> you're not, you, we're not face to face though, so you're not. <laughs> but when we are, you'll say it. I thought Pauli was on it. Uh, that, that, that's such a weak excuse. You can't organise your own stag. Well, it's you tragic. Can, you can. Why don't because, you organise it? Why don't because you? you need to. Because you're the main person that needs to come on it. So we need to arrange a date and a time that's suitable for you. Where you've literally got an events company. You take people abroad to tournaments. You can where do this. Where we can go and do what you want to do, and whether that's fishing with your hands, um, you know, you got to tap the water and try and fish out a trout. Can we just go to car shows around Europe? Or we can do something like that. It's quite cool. Um, but got to do something. You've got to do something. You're not. I just... Yeah, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Mate. I'll never be able to let it go. And I'll, it'll always come between us. When I when we stop this pod, I'm going to text Powerly and say, can you sort, sort of stack out for me, please? Because... Mm. He hasn't let me down many times as a mate, but everyone knows without saying it that this is his job, don't they? Because mm-hmm. he organises stuff. Mm-hmm. I can How help much him. do what? I don't organise anything ever. Not interested. No, I know. Can't do it. I know. You're like Beyonce. I can't do it, mate. You're like Beyonce. I just can't do it. So yeah, we we need to get that sorted. But anyway, yeah, big party, yeah. big bash. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, as well. But, but I don't want. I don't want this whole like. Do you know, weddings are great. I like weddings. They're great. On Instagram, certainly this time of year, someone's always getting married and it's great. Nine out of ten of the photos that I see, if you blocked out the names and the faces, they could be the same wedding, which is fine. I just didn't fancy that a second time. I just didn't fancy that at all. I I didn't fancy doing tens of thousands of pounds on it. It's just a stag. It's just a stag where we we won't even dress you up, mate. We can just go out. As I said, it's for your mates, okay? You're letting your mates down on this. Do I have to come? Um, I'll come, I'll come, I'll come. Yeah, you, it's fairly important. You don't have to stay for long. I remember a mate of mine saying, 
we should go to Poland. You can shoot anything in Poland. That's <laughs> like, what do you want to shoot? Yeah. Anything. Like, can you shoot people? <laughs> no. Anything else, though? No. I don't want to do that. Only if you eat um, Yeah, I'll, I'll text him as soon as I get off, right? And I'll yeah. say, look, can you sort something out? Because yeah. I'm going to have 12 kids soon. Mm. You will. Bloody hell, four girls, mate. Netball team. Four right, girls. You'll have to go again. Nope. The good news is... Um, the girls, actually, my two older girls have absolutely no interest in rugby whatsoever, which is fine. Don't mind. Um, not bothered about that. But they did see on telly some of the um, England game, the Grand Slam game at Twickenham, where they just got a zillion people to watch. And they absolutely loved it. Um, so that, no, basically, I think it was just under 60,000, which is amazing. And for England, France, Twickenham, and they've actually expressed some interest. They don't want to play, but they do now want to go mm. to watch women's rugby. And it's like, well, the Men's World Cup's coming up in France. They're like, yeah, we want to come. We want to come. Do you want to go to the games? Um, are you going to Paris? We want to go to Paris. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, but if it's the Women's World Cup, they actually, but this is promising, they actually want to watch the games. Because in the Women's World Cup, they're not bothered. I say, I'll probably be able to get some tickets. I'm working there. And like, no, I'm all right, thanks but they do want to watch the women's stuff. So that is, you know, that is progress, mate, because I like rugby and it'd be nice if they didn't completely disregard the thing that takes up a lot of my time. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, no, it would be nice to share that experience with them, but then you've got to pay for them as well. So just remember that, right? Yeah, but that's why I said, do the ones I'm, come to the games where I'm working and I can probably get you in. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. You'll have to sit with someone yep. else. But and also, oh, sorry, a really, a really good experience to share with them. I won't see Also them. then you can spend six weeks over there on your own. You don't have to come back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, although I'm not going in, I'm not going to France until the quarterfinals. I'm in London. Oh. I'm in London until I'm not going. Well, I am I am going out to France, but I'm not actually working on any games in France until the quarterfinals. I'm doing them from London. So there's a bit of like stuff going on in France and then it's like Eurostar back, do the game, Eurostar back to France. If anyone wants to employ me through the Rugby World Cup, just get in touch because I am available. Um, Cry me a river. Yeah, a, no, you Dry your eyes, mate. Comes up, doesn't it? Comes up, doesn't it? Um, we've all got our time in the sun and then it fades. Mm. So, you know. Yeah, it becomes Luckily, night. I've got multiple other businesses that I started when I was a player and um, uh, they're yeah. all worth huge amounts more than... Oh, no, sorry. I forgot to do that. <laughs> I was too busy <laughs> having fry-ups, walking the dog and watching The Wire on DVD. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone else. <laughs> It is, it's a funny time of year at the moment because, well, it's not that funny, but there are lads retiring now who a couple of years ago wouldn't be retiring because there would have been money for them to have another year or two somewhere. But you've got lads just dropping out the game now. Um, yeah. I'd, I'd love to know the number of retired players, especially in England, that's obviously where most of my attention goes. Number of re players retiring at the end of this season compared with other seasons. I could be wrong and it could be the same, but I think it could be a lot more. There's a lot um, in Wales because contracts aren't being offered. So, yeah. Um, although I have seen Dan Lydia has gone back to the Dragons. Oh, get in. That's good. Um, so he's found a club. He's still performing. He's still doing That's all right. That's good. Um, but there there'll always be room for someone. There'll always be room for someone who's brave with good technique. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? One of the original like choppers. Yeah, like he's an absolute chopper. No, if you, because he because he bashes people and he's brave. There's always a place, or 
almost always a place for someone like that. Whereas I do think, apart from like the Jason Robertsons of this world, if you're basically a good player, but you, I don't know, I, I do think, I just happened to be talking to a coach the other day in, in Bath and it was like a rugby coach, not a Bath coach, an ex-Bath coach actually. And it was just like courage is massively underrated. So yeah. without, without it, you cannot win games. If you've got one weak link in your team, you're struggling, but they've got, but if they're really good at something else, you can sometimes get away with it. But more and more, it's like the lads that you see folding out the game are either old and knackered or actually there's a bit of talent there. But squad sizes are coming down, so you need warriors. And if they're not warriors, they're out. You need players that, obviously it's a game of evasion, but you need players that sometimes just want to take on other players. And to do that, yeah. you've, got to, you've got to be brave. You've got to, you don't necessarily have to be big. You can be powerful, but you have to be brave. And also tackling. You've got to be hard, yeah. You know, 50% of that is down to bravery and courage mm. because you've got to go low and it's going to hurt. I, well, that's what I really meant. I actually meant the physical stuff. Yeah. Like, you've, you've got to be hard and you haven't got to be rock hard, but you've got to be hard. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Not everyone's Dan Lydia, but I'm saying if you, you know, I'd, hopefully Dan Lydia's on 10 million quid a year, but if you've got someone of that quality and you think, well, actually, because of the way the world is, the rugby world is, he's not going to cost us as much as he would have done a couple of years ago. You're going to put him in for 15, 18 games a year and he's going to leather everyone. You're like, yep, yep we'll have him, please. Yep. Yep. Maniac with a bit of technique, like Lewis Moody. Like happy days. Mm. You know, you'd love you'd love him in your squad, whereas you've got lads who are, um, you know, who can do a bit and who can play a bit, but actually when it comes to it, doing 25 games a year and knuckling down, they don't love the bish bosh. When, you I, know? I, when I was at um, Scotson at the weekend, right, and... You don't get this very often, but I was pitch side and Munster were warming up behind the post and I honestly could not get over the size of R.G. Snyman. Really? Mate, uh, like, I just kept looking at him because you see, he's massive, right? He's probably the size, like the height of Devon Toner. So he's big. Dev 6'10". Around that. Yeah. But he is thick set as well with it. So he's not just wiry. He's yeah. just all in proportion. He he should be WWE. Like, I was just, what look, and he's got a, a mohawk. And he looks angry. And he's good, man. And he's brilliant. But just the legs on him is massive. The arms in him yeah. are huge. You know, he's... It's like when you see Will bloke. Skelton, isn't it? Yeah, it is like that. But it, it's like... Will Skelton is is huge, but he's probably not as toned if as mm. say RJ Snyman. Like he just looked every inch of him was muscle, whilst Will Skelton is just naturally big. Like yeah. if that makes sense. But he's thick. Oh, yeah. Honestly, I was like, oh my and I was what looking at him thinking, mm. John, I'm really glad I don't play because Oh mate, you'd bash him. I wouldn't know where to start. You'd bash him, mate. You'd, he'd be one of those you have to let run past you so you can tackle him from behind. No, mate. Head on it's head. It's like when it's like when we played against Sale Sharks and they had Chabal and it was like, right, the first time he gets the ball, someone's got to twat him, all right, and put because he won't like it. He won't like it. So about the second or third carry, um, he basically took a short line out and in and came at the second defender, which was me. Yeah. And I was up for it, mate, at this point. Yeah. I was, you know, legs on full power. I was just a couple of minutes in, no scrums yet. I was ready to go. I was mad for it. And I thought, I am going to leather him. And 
I he got the ball and as he like ran in, he tried to get the ball through the gap between me and another defender and get the ball away. So he like had his arms up. So I had a whole rib cage to hit. Mm. And I wasn't like a big hitter, but I properly nailed him right on the point of my shoulder, right in the ribs, nailed him. And a couple of lads were like, great hit flats. Anyway, yeah. watch it back on the watch it back on the video. He made about three metres through contact, got the ball away. <laughs> it's like, I've smashed him. No, no, you haven't, mate. No, you yeah. haven't. Um, so sometimes you can try your hardest and you just can't do but it. But you did tackle him. So I got him down. It wasn't a yep. missed tackle, but I I thought I'd... I thought he was going to get stretched off and actually he offloaded and got up and took part in a great try in the end. And I was really pleased <laughs> for him. tripped over your legs. And <laughs> yeah, I was really pleased for him. Yeah. Oh, he touched him all before I got like back that. up. Like, yeah. There's not a... Um, not a booklet on how to tackle him like Henry to Alangi. yeah well even Alex mate yeah what are you gonna do like I know, know. there's a great clip that's always pops up on Instagram of him and Shane Horgan where Shane Horgan yeah. cheap shots him a bit and then yeah. he says oh you know I'll see you bro I'll see you yeah. bro and yep yeah bulldozer nightmare. nightmare but in all fairness Shane Horgan goes for the tackle um goes low gets bulldozed yep. over and I think Alex ends up tripping up over him, so. <laughs> but yeah, he but does get rocked. Yeah, it was horrible. Yeah, I know. Oh. Poor old Nick Abendon announced his retirement this week. Oh, I know you rate him highly. Oh man, and there's just I one do game as well. But you played with him, so we played Leicester, and he just got mate. I never saw anyone get bashed in a game like that that many times. Like now, it had just been off in five minutes. But yeah. the Turlangi boys, like everywhere, everywhere Bendy went, he just hit a line and just. One of them just saw him coming and bounce him like a pinball machine. Like it was, it. Someone said from the on after the game, it was cruelty that he should have been taken off. And you're like, actually, it was verging on unfair. He was still one of the best players on the field. Like mm. he was honest. That's brave. I know people know that Nick Abendanen was a good player. There's good players everywhere, mate. Everywhere you look, there's a freaky good player. He genuinely is. I think one of the most special players of his generation not to have played loads of times for England. He is truly. How many times did he play? Two caps. But he, they had Mike Brown there and mm. when you're picking an international team, like Bendy's one of my mates, right? So I'm completely biased. But it's like when you pick an international team, you could say I'm biased. You want high, you know, you want high ball, you want last ditch tackling, you want basics first, unless you've got a Jason Robinson who's the freakiest player in the whole world. But actually what Bendy did was he was actually super brave. Um but Mike Brown was probably technically had the edge and the high ball and that sort of stuff. But he was defensively super brave. But just no one ran a ball back like him. He was mm. just unbelievable. He's mm -hmm. turned so many games for us. Amazing. Because yeah, it does hurt. And you know it's going to hurt, but you've got to do it again. Yeah. But he, but he learned from the master, mate. He learned from Matt Perry. Yeah. So when you're coming up, when you're coming up through the ranks and the guy ahead of you is Matt Perry, it's like if you're not brave... You're toast, mate. You're nowhere near the 23 because, you know, Pez is Mr. Brick Wall, isn't he? So, <laughs> bravest guy there ever was sort of thing. So, it's yeah, you, he, lear he learnt from the man. You'll go to war with him. <clears throat> oh, with Pez. Yeah, you'd have to sober him up first and mm. get him out of bed, but then he'd be up for it. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. What uh, have you done this week? Just, well, well, on um, Friday night, I had a couple of mates over for a barbecue. I had uh, Matt Powell, Danny Grucock and Stuart Hooper, um, who announced, they announced he's leaving Bath as well this week. So Dan was coming over anyway, and I just saw the new, the news on hoops, and I thought, well, he's not working at Bath anymore, so it might be easier. So I said, do you want to come as well? So we had a really nice time. Get the dirt. Yeah, yeah, a bit, but not, I mean, do you know what? It was kind of like, we all probably quietly acknowledge that it's probably not what he wants to be talking about all night, really. Lee Black has gone um, there, do you know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So that's, but they sacked Joe Maddock. And again, I, I, I talked about, I, I don't know, I can't quite remember what I said because I haven't seen the show yet, but I talked about the highlight show and it's like, our show is, it's a show based on opinion, but it's neutral opinion, it's neutrality, right? And you just got to be honest. So I think the honest thing is, it's difficult for me because Joe Maddock is a mate who I love and Stuart Hooper's the same. So it's difficult for me to talk objectively, you know, um, but I did, hopefully. But, um, yeah, so Lee Blackett, so for me, it's like I really want Lee Blackett to do well because I want everyone to do well, but I do feel sad that Joe Maddock has been sacked. Yeah, he's done well because, at um, Scarlet's, mate. Yeah, Blackett, and I think he, yeah. he did brilliantly at Wasps, yeah. let's be fair. So I think, you know, that wait wait and see on that. But uh, yeah, so I did that. And then on Saturday, Tommy, what we did was, because it was Super Saturday and it was um, everyone all the game, the last round, everyone kicked off at the same time. I commentated on the Bath game, which was high 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 drama considering it's an eighth place eighth place qualifier yeah it was like and Manu Vunapola's attempted chip and chase at the end went badly and effectively Ollie Laura that got Bath through and knocked Bristol out of Champions Cup next season so pretty pretty savage but then after that the ITV crew and Topsy and everyone came back to my house and we actually filmed the last few bits in my garden over oh. a barbecue which was nice yeah that is nice and then went down to Devon for a few days, just got back. I, go. on Thursday, went to Peter Thomas's wake. Ah, how was that? But he said a memorial service in Landaff. Yeah, it was, it was brilliant, um, as memorials go. Uh, mm. The church was absolutely rammed. 
I think they're allowed to be brilliant. I think you're allowed to say yeah, they're brilliant. Like yeah, like it was emotional, but heartwarming and, and funny as well. And Gareth Edwards did an amazing speech um, at the at the cathedral, at Landaff Cathedral. And it was it was, yeah. it was just amazing. Like it was, it was warm and it was sad. It was funny. There was laughs. Um, his daughter um, Debs did one as well, and his granddaughter Grace. And then we went back to Carla Farms Park where there was a wake and uh, Richard Holland, CEO of Cardiff, um, Craig Davis, his um, son-in-law and Jiffy all did speeches as well. And they were all brilliant. They're all good. All got their own stories on Peter and it was it was just lovely to see everyone. Um, and then I went Great. to Michael Buble then in oh, the evening yeah. because it was... Dave Allison's birthday and he had booked out like uh, the Ivy Asia he'd booked in Cardiff. Oh. Yeah. Bubs is leaving. He just put the shutters down. Um, early early one, is it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I turned up and I probably had about seven or eight pints at the, at the wake and I was a bit slurry. Yeah. Uh, but the food there was amazing and then we walked across to Mode Point to watch Michael Bublé. Don't remember any of it. Um, <laughs> I I remember I remember I remember his first song. He came out. Um, it was feeling good. You know, um, birds flying yeah. high. And after that, it's a blur. Yeah, I can't I can't remember what else. I think he might have sung some of the Christmas songs. Couldn't tell you. But any quiet moment in the concert. I was shouting, Josh Navidi, because he was there. <laughs> just people going, shh. <laughs> You're that annoying. Shut up. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, but it was, uh, yeah, it was a, it was nice food. Good concert, good company. I met one of, now it might have been one of the producers or one of the directors of, um, a series on Netflix, a wildlife series. It's right, three parts. We talked about it before, and it is um, it's about wolves on the island of sea wolves. Did yep. I to watch that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I thought was absolutely brilliant. So I was just probably nausing him about it. I think I watched it. Yeah, he might have done. It's really good. Yeah. It's really good. It's. I don't remember. It's sort of Attenborough-esque, if that makes sense. It, it, I oh, it makes sense. It's right. good. You know, captivated by it. Um, okay. And then I headed across to Glasgow for the weekend. Should we, should we chat a tiny bit of rugby? Um, Semi-finals in the URC. Um, I feel like it's too late now. Yeah, I know. I I'm like just going to give a real quick brief. You've got your notes, haven't you? So you got oh, I haven't. You've got your notes. You the, have. These are my blueprints. No, I follow. I, I don't need to notes, mate. I follow... URC every weekend. All right. It's automatic. Um, Connaught beat Ulster, which was a bit of a shock. Um, so they're through. They've now got to go to Cape Town to play the Stormers, who beat the Bulls, which we thought would happen. Yeah. Um, Leinster easily beat the Sharks. Didn't think they'd beat them by so much. And yeah. then Munster beat Glasgow in Scotston, which... Didn't see that one coming either. Glasgow's form has That's been big. really good. Um, they had a 
pretty decent team out, one of their strongest teams, although they did play Stafford McDowell at 12 and Sione Tupaluto at 13 and Hugh Jones was on the bench. Mm. I thought mm, Stafford McDowell has been awesome and I think he might get in the World Cup squad for Scotland, but you just think combinations mm, may have played a part, but there was a red card to Tom Jordan, which ultimately... Um, decided the result, and that was, I think, 27 minutes into the game. But look, I'm online tomorrow on the URC Unloaded show. Please tune in, listen, because we need you. We need the um, Go on. Hey, Samson Lee's back. Sure is. Samson Lee's Bit back, late. fella. <laughs> End of season. No, yeah. It's great. Good on him. It's great. Won a penalty in his first scrum, mate, against Newport. Yeah, man. Good lad. The bloke was born to scrummage. Of course he was. He's a blocking. Uh, yeah, Gregor Townsend signed a new deal. Well done, yep. Gregor. Yeah. Congratulations. Duncan Taylor's leaving Sarries. Yeah. Top fella, mate. To go where? Super DT. Don't know. But really, really good fella and a good player. Who's had horrible, horrid luck with injuries. Mm. Um, Deceptively fast, right? Because yes. I watched him once catch Tom James down the left-hand side, Wales v Scotland at um, Principality Stadium. And there you are. he got him. And Tom James is no slouch. Um, Steve Borthwick's taken on Tom Harrison, the Leicester Tigers scrum coach, uh, for the England job, which now means I think he's taken every single Leicester coach. Surround guess yourself with good people. Guess who else he's taken? Contact and skills coach. Rocky. Tony, Tony Rocks. Rock. Oh, mate. From Sarries. He was with the Sevens for a bit, wasn't he? Yeah. How class is that? Mm. Rocky's England coach now, mate. To be fair, right, Sevens, some of the contact work in the Sevens is absolutely incredible because yes. there's so many contacts. You have to be that good because a lot of penalties, well, there used to be a lot of penalties for going off your feet, so you, you need to be shit hot in that area. So, yeah. Clever. Clever signing. Kind of kind of signing I would do. Yeah, very clever. Mm. Um, chuff for Rocky as well. Yeah. He, uh, for a bit of reference, people, if anyone ever does any running, he's, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of big blokes around. Tony, Tony Rock was big. Like, he wasn't a giant seven, but he was stacked up top, massive chest, big arms, big abs, strong bloke, fittest bloke ever, absolute engine, played sevens for England and all that stuff. He once uh, did, a, did a 3K run um, around the track in his trainers in nine minutes and 15 seconds, which is fast. 3K in 9.15 wow. for a pro rugby player starting open side every week for Sarries was, that was punchy. I think 11 like was my best. Mate, and that, and that was because I just 15. had an argument with my missus. <laughs> we lied to him. We were like, he was quite relaxed about it. He goes, oh, it's just, no, it's just day one of pre-season, just getting a marker. And we're like, yeah, but tone, mate. Pat Sarnison did a 9.30 apparently last week. And I don't know why he had a thing with Pat Sarnison. I don't think he did, but he didn't like that. Mm. And he was, mate, he was lapping us in about a minute and a half. It was embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. You're not so we had to, to also fair, run around us. You're not built for 3K, are you? Well, not built for 1K. No. Um, Centimetres. But I can bench 150 for 10, so don't mm. worry about it. Um, I, I don't think I can, actually. Um, not sounds full, good, Not though. full reps, though, because you've got bad shoulders. No, only halfies. Yeah. Only halfies. Blame the shoulders. Cuban bench. As, um, as my uh, mate said to me a while ago in the gym... How come when you're warming up on the bar, you can go all the way to your chest, but when there's weight on it, you only go halfway down mm. and blame your shoulders? Yeah. I said, I'm not, not stupid, fella. Got not to put stupid. a little block on your chest so you don't go all the way down. 
Yep, not stupid, mate. Uh, yeah, I've got visions of you benching now, like you see in competition. Hooked your legs underneath. Oh, mate. Oh, you're, not, you're not that flexible. I can't do it. I couldn't do it if I wanted to. There are, I've changed gyms now, but there are a couple of people at my old gym, a few people that used to do that. And I don't know why. Like, people driving terribly actually annoys you for a reason because it puts people in danger. But someone else doing their bench, it's like, why do I care? Why Why can't they just do their own thing? I don't care what other people do in the gym. That really annoys me when people do that super curling back up in the air type. It's yeah. bizarre. Because they're trying to do mate, they're trying to do big do weights, mean? but they can't. They're just trying to... Lift what you can, not what you can't. Yeah. Just lift it up and down. No one else in the gym cares what you're lifting. No. It's you a know. macho thing. It's a macho thing. Yeah. We've all um, got a mate that once you've been to the gym with them, you're never going to lift what they lift anyway. No. So don't worry about it. I gave a really quick um, brief on URC uh, semi-final weekend, which was only four games. But okay, I challenge you to do something similar. Well, we don't need to review what's been because it's Wednesday. But what I would... Is it? It's yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. What I would say is this weekend semi-finals are extra large. You've got Saris against Saints. So you've got the best team in England, Saris, against the best attack in England, really, Northampton. Can Northampton be consistent? Can they put any defence out of the bag? Can they weather the Saris storm when Saris have got the ball? Can Saris deal with their attack? Really, that'll be interesting. But it, it without question, Northampton winning that match will be an upset, without question. Yeah. So, But then you've got Sale Sharks against Leicester, which is the one we're going to. And on the Sunday, now that is way less predictable. That's two brutal teams uh, with a bit of magic out wide. And um, when Sale are on it, they're they're properly difficult to play against. But so are Tigers. And you'd, you'd, you'd make Sale your favourites because the stats tell us that the home team wins, whatever it is, 105 times out of three. Um, whatever it is, the, the home side almost always wins semi-finals. But... If you put them at a neutral ground, you could not, you wouldn't put a tenner either way. You just wouldn't, wouldn't tell. So that's going to be, that's going to be great. Look, I'm looking forward to that. It's Andre Pollard against George Ford. It's the Dupree brothers against Jasper Visa. Yeah. Um, it's, it's properly, it's properly tasty that. So yeah, looking forward to a bit of that. Um, any others? Um, big win for Bath. Oh yeah, but... Sarri's put out a really, yes. really young team. And at halftime, they were ahead. And you're like, Mark McCall was having a right laugh. He was loving it, you know. But we were like, this is great. Bath, no one expected this. This is great drama. And then Bath absolutely smashed them to bits in the second half. Um, Ted Hill, come from Worcester, is freaky good. Freaky good. Um, Ollie Lawrence is the full ticket at the moment. He's causing... Bath's two best players come from Worcester mm. um, this season. So I think... And they... You know, Bath did look considerably better as they might have done, but because when Vunapola goes for the chip and chase in the last minute, Ollie Lawrence, I think whoever charges it down, charges it down and scores, and that puts Bath through and puts Bristol out, who are playing Gloucester at Ashton Gate, puts them out the top eight in Champions Cup. It's easy to say, what on earth is he doing? But this is a game with nothing riding on it for Saris. They were probably told, just have a go for the whole hour and a half, lads. Just do what you want. Yeah. Enjoy yourselves and have a crack at them. And they... Re- for 40 minutes, they were great. They were great. Um, but yeah, it was an absolute spanking in the end. But because, Nice way to finish. Yeah, because of the, the points difference, all that, the technical stuff. And I was with Nick Mullins, which makes life, and Brian O'Driscoll, which makes life a lot easier because Nick's on top of the maths, do you know what I mean? So 
and you get it fed in your ear with BT. So you you know where you're at the whole time. It's you stay on top of it, and it was properly like they're in, they're out, they're in, they're out, yeah. and it was it was really really good drama actually on a day that could have been a bit dull. Even if you know you're not you're not going to compete at the top level in Europe, it's still good to go in there. You should still have aspirations. Yeah. Because you're still playing against the best teams in Europe, which drives more people, I think, in through the stadium because you get to see better rugby, potentially against better teams. And you might lose, but you're still seeing some of the world's best come to your stadium. And that's what it's about. And you, It's true. You've got to aspire to be in a top-tier European competition. Otherwise, what's the point? Yeah, you're right. It's on definitely true. But the sort of the other, not the other side of it. You're definitely right. Definitely, there's no other side to it. But if when you've got squads who've really struggled in the Premiership, then doing Prem and Champions Cup against top-notch teams, yeah, you can see them really struggle domestically because they, you know, that's why, you know, you can see teams putting out second teams and third teams in the Champions Cup because they, they know that the, the lads just can't keep going every week, every week. So goes both ways but I do I don't disagree with you I don't disagree with you alright um, well done alright mate look you've been really bubbly today and that's how I remember you I remember the first time I looked at you and thought he's a bubbly one he's going to be bubbly he's vivacious <laughs> and you've been you've been you've <laughs> been weird. club shanks today you've been club shanks not home shanks today which is good <laughs> the shanks we all got at training you've been yeah, that one I'm, I haven't had any club duvet. My club duvet's been all right recently. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Well, um, look, keep well, going, boy. Enjoy tomorrow night at Doc's Do. Yeah, good. I will do. I will do. Um, I'm going to enjoy every month of it because it's a long one. You staying over? Yeah, yeah. Staying over, coming back, and then off to Tinza's golf day. What, Thursday, on Friday or the next Thursday? Thursday, oosh, Thursday oosh. night. But I've got to leave Friday. I can't stay for the proper dinner on Friday because I've got to go to Dublin, which is really annoying. But work first, mate. Work right. first. Pay bills, yeah. Well done, boy. Exactly. Letters. Bye, everyone. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 